I'm James Milley. And I'm Alex Mito. And this is The Artist Business Plan, your favorite weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs, hosted by Superfine Art Fair. What is going on, business artists? You are listening to The Artist Business Plan, which means that you are certifiably awesome. If you don't know me by now, my name is James Milley. I am the managing partner and co-founder of Superfine Art Fair, the most widespread art fair for artists in the U.S., and one of the top resources for all things art, artists, and marketing of your art. I am also one of our two hosts here on The Artist Business Plan, which now reaches over 5,000 monthly listeners in 100 countries around the globe and growing every single week. Today, we've got Michael B. with us on the mic. Michael B. is going to share an awesome masterclass with you today on how to dive headfirst and follow your dreams. I don't know about you, but I am so excited to hear what he has to say. But first, I've got an amazing offer here just for you ABP listeners. Artists, have you ever felt anxious, alone, and not sure about the next move for your career? Good news, those days are over. For nearly six years, we've taken thousands of hours to develop the best art fair model for artists out there. Superfine art fairs have helped hundreds of artists just like you take control of their careers, build relationships with collectors, and create the art income and freedom that you deserve. For a limited time, we are offering you the chance to not only get a great discount on your booth, but also appear on this very podcast as a special guest reaching thousands of artists, art influencers, collectors, and arts professionals every day. To find out how you can take advantage of this incredible opportunity, just visit www.superfine.world offer to learn more. We can't wait to welcome you to the Superfine community and start helping you sell more art today. All right, so we are back here with Michael B, and we are ready to change the way that you think about your art career. Based in Los Angeles, Michael B is an urban contemporary artist whose work focuses on transforming experience into abstract design. Influenced by his early years as a graffiti artist, Michael B uses a mixture of spray and acrylic paint to create his dynamic conceptual works. Taking inspiration from the refracted shapes of cubism, Michael B's artwork focuses on both depth and form, echoing the style of Picasso, but with a street art twist and a pop of color. Finding fame through the power that is social media, this Danish artist continues to blur the lines between street art and abstraction with an unmistakable style that has won him critical acclaim across the globe. Welcome to the Artist Business Plan, Michael. Thank you, James, and thank you very much for the nice introduction. Couldn't have done it better myself. <laughs> Absolutely. You have a lot of accomplishments. Alex and I have the pleasure of owning a couple of your pieces, and your art definitely has a distinctive style. Like anytime I see something and I'm wondering if it's you, it's you. So a bit of background. We know Michael B. He was one of the mural artists in the the back area of the very first Superfine. So that's how we got to know him. And then for the second Superfine, you did the main mural on the front. So it was Michael Bead out on, on the front. And <laughs> amazing, amazing mural there. That was like 2016, I think. That's like, yeah, almost like five years ago. It's been a little while since we've chatted. So it's really exciting to have you on the podcast today. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. We could talk all day long. Let's, let's try to definitely be yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, effective let's, as well. Let's focus on the topics at hand. <laughs> now, before we dive into it, Michael, uh, I want to ask you something to help our listeners get to know the real you. 
what is the earliest memory that you have of art? I've been like drawing and painting since I could like hold a pen, but also it was my book that was given to me with Salvador Dali uh, when I was, I think, like 10 years old. And the fun thing is I didn't know that I was becoming an artist or I would become an artist. I didn't know that until 20 years later, but I'm still like a, a huge fan of Dali's work and also inspired by him. So that was like a, a very in- interesting moment uh, that I will never forget. Wow. It's kind of cool when there's this bit of a transition you don't quite realize yet that like your life is going to be all about art, but you're doing it. And it sounds like like your earliest memory is kind of that where it's like, you know, you were like surrounded by art, you were you were kind of making art as a kid, but then didn't really, it didn't really click yet. And then and then eventually it did. So that's, that's awesome. So Michael, I saw in an interview that it took you 30 years to realize what you wanted to do. And then you became a 30 year overnight success. What is a word of advice for those of any age feeling trapped and wanting to follow their dreams? I love this question because a lot of people will see you have like a breakthrough or suddenly you have this solo exhibition at this great gallery or whatever it might be. But it has been a long, long, long time in the making and a lot of mistakes, failures, experimenting. And here I'm, I'm already tapping into what I'm trying to tell you here. And it, it is to, to get out of your comfort zone and, and try things like the journey for me to get and jump into like my full artist career took me approximately 30 years and like a huge identity crisis because I transitioned from the advertising world and into the art world. And, and that was not easy. So I started my first company when I was 22 years old and uh, that was a design agency. I started with my brother and a friend and we did like web design, local design, all like very corporate uh, design. And I was sure this is going to be my living for the rest of my life. However, five, six years later, I kind of like burned out and I was painting, you know, my graffiti on the side and I wanted to be able to just express myself in the way I wanted it. And I took that leap of faith. But before that, I had so many jobs. I, I tried so many things and I failed over and over. But I think the most important thing what I'm trying to say here is uh, do exactly what you are afraid to do and, and face your fears. I, I mean, one of my biggest fears was to stand up and, and talk to a group of people. And it was interesting because I actually skipped my education to start my own company when I was 22 years old. And the school that I like left, they didn't like me because <laughs> they want pe- they want you to finish up the education, obviously. So uh, that was like a four-year-long education. After two years, I'm like, sorry, I, I want to go ahead and start my own business. However, like two or three years later, I had great success with my business and they invited me back to the school. I could have like a speech in front of the whole school that I made it that far and I had my own company going and I was so afraid of it. However, I jumped into it and then it has just been like almost like a rush when you are so proud of yourself after and it feels amazing. Every time you get out of your comfort zone, it's where the magic happens. It's also about your mindset and the story you tell yourself because when you know you can't lose and only learn then you will make the right decisions and you will grow like never before. So you either learn or you win. There's there's no losing because every time you do the mistakes, you have the most valuable lessons and there's no better teacher than life, than life itself. And exactly as an artist, you don't need an education. You don't, you, you just need to be very specific on what you want. 
and follow through with that. And I still feel I'm just getting started, like really, and I'm still getting out of my comfort zone. But the interesting thing is that that comfort zone and that those boundaries, if you keep pushing those, then you'll keep growing. And the same with your with your potential, which will change every day, as I also see myself as a lifetime student. So striving to get better every day as well. Yeah. I love especially that you said you learn or you win. When you do something, there's no failing because you learned you learned something from the experience and so you're better equipped to try again and and succeed the next time. Having that career that started out like in a totally different place and then you ended up doing this thing that you love. I mean, like you said, it takes a leap of faith. If you're only existing in your your comfort zone, that has limits to it. That it has a defined ceiling of what you're comfortable with. But if you go beyond that, then you can you can achieve more than you thought you could. So you you are way better than you think you are. I keep telling myself that every day because you are like being too hard on yourself. You know, you can accomplish way more than you think you you can actually do. Just do it. You know. Absolutely. We've got the believing in yourself part. There's, of course, you have to have, you know, work ethic as well. So what are your top three tips for building work ethic and discipline to achieve your goals? Your work ethic and your the discipline will almost come natural to you if you align this one I'm about to say. And it is that you get super clear and specific on exactly what you're trying to accomplish or what you want. And here I'm talking about a vision board. I'm talking about a business plan. I'm talking about mental rehearsal, which is, in short, flooding yourself with the feeling of a future accomplishment. All the biggest accomplishments I ever had in my life, I envisioned it before it happened. And you naturally prime your body and your mind for future success. That will make you do your actions different. You will live your life different. And all your actions will align to that because you know you will let's just say you want this museum show or whatever, and you envision exactly how that feels, and you'll live through that every day, you'll naturally make those actions. Your vision board, who do you want to work with? It could be brands, it could be galleries, it can be a, a lot of different stuff. Also, both private, like your private life and business, what things do you want in life? What feelings do you want to experience every day? And the most important thing you ask yourself when you have all this, how bad do you want it? because I was willing to go through whatever it takes to get what I wanted. I was When I moved to LA like seven years ago, I didn't know a single person over here. And I lived at not a very good place, had a, a studio in a, a backyard. A guy I met on Instagram and he was kind enough to let me his, his backyard. But I was, I was willing to live on the streets. If that's what it takes. I'm, so this is like, how bad do you want it? So back to your question again about work ethic and discipline. So if you truly are doing what you love, then you will work 100 hours a week and you're still enjoying it because that's how bad you want it. And that's how much you love it because this is what you you really want. This is the right thing for me but because let's just be honest, being an artist, you also have to see yourself as an entrepreneur and not everybody are made for that because it's so much hard work and it's so much about staying positive when everything just seems impossible. To sum up, be super clear and specific on what you want, vision board, business plan, ask yourself how bad do you want it and you know that when you work 800 hours a week and you're still enjoying it, 
And that's how you'll get your work ethic and discipline. Yeah. Being able to want it so bad. I mean, like you said, being an entrepreneur means that you're your own boss. There's no one making sure that you're sticking to the schedule of your art career. If you have a manager or something, maybe they're doing that. But if you're at the point in your art career where you have a manager, you have to you have to have like had the work ethic to get to that point. So yeah, exactly. You know, you're the one that is uh, holding yourself accountable. So you you have to want it so bad that you're willing to go and work and and make the business decisions that are going to get you where you want when you could just not. There's there's no like boss or someone telling you like you have to make this art right now or you have to like reach out to to galleries or, or or brands or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve with your own art career. So I couldn't agree more. Talking about that work ethic and that desire that having having nothing else that you want more in life, how can you use that deep unwaning desire to take that leap and go out and follow your dreams? What did that look like for you? You know, you mentioned before that you took this leap of faith that's obviously a risk. So definitely requires a lot of you and you're going to experience moments where you feel like you're just so alone. You are your own cheerleader and you, you will probably ask yourself, is this worth like all the sacrifices? But that, that's where you're already wrong because if you see it as that you are investing in yourself, you're not sacrificing. This is about like mastering your mind and, and see it from the right perspective. So you believe that everything you're going through now is a long-term investment in yourself. And what helped me the most when I took one of the biggest decisions in my life ever was to move. Yeah, it actually came as a lot of decisions I took right after each other. It was to, first of all, the design agency that was supposed to be my bright future. I sold that and then I dedicated all my time into my art. And I only had like one year back in my home country, Denmark, doing my art. And after doing that for a year, like my art in Denmark, I decided, okay, I want to move to the other side of the world and I want to get the biggest opportunity I can get. I'm going to move to LA. And everybody around me thought that I was crazy. My brother was questioning me and, you know, he's a great part of my success. And he's also like the manager and the business brain uh, behind the business that we have together as well. And he always supported me, but he's still, Michael, why, why don't you, you know, get a little more like settled with your because you just started out as an artist, you know, I, I was 30 years old and I, you know, I never lived off my art before and uh, things were going well. And, uh, and I told my parents, hey, I want to move to the other world and pursue my art career. And I was nobody saying, hey, that's the best idea we ever heard. <laughs> so, so I was my, you know, following like my own feeling and heart uh, and, and passion for it. And I think that was super important that you really have to like trust yourself. And when you take that massive action, you do it with a great deal of like certainty. And because we talked about work ethic and discipline, but one thing that is maybe even or at least as important is the ability to stay positive and consistently believe in yourself, no matter what people say or how it impossible it all may seem, because it will seem impossible maybe for several years even. It did that for me when I was over here for the first years. It 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 was it didn't look very good with having nothing, you know, and you just start completely from scratch. However, I started and I trusted the process and I was willing to pay whatever price to get there. So 
what did it look like to following the risk? Well, at first, it doesn't look very good. <laughs> but I was so happy because I already conquered myself because I felt that I, I took the right decision. And you keep reminding yourself of why you did it. And back to your other question where I talk about mental rehearsal, about flooding yourself with the feeling of the future accomplishments, because I saw that happening when I was standing at this backyard in Cape Town doing my, my paintings. And I almost had no place to live and I had no money coming in. I could barely pay my rent. And I saw myself on the red carpet signing autographs, working with the best gallery in LA, doing the cool collaborations, all this stuff, you know, and I woke up like smiling every day and I was super thankful. And I want to also talk about that, that later, about being being thankful, but I can quickly just touch, touch on it now because I think that's super important when you go through all this following your dreams, you can wake up every day and be thankful. And before you go to bed, be thankful again for, especially when it's, when it's tough, and thank you for like a, a crazy opportunity, you know, to grow and to learn all this because life is one big education. Wow. That's just a, an incredible story. Just to key in on some of the things that, that really stuck out to me from what you said, the decisions that you make are not sacrifices. They are investments. Thinking that ahead of time, like before they've, they've paid off, that's how you're going to get them to pay off is by recognizing that, hey, you know, I'm doing this. It's not for nothing. It's going to get me somewhere. And with that, you know, stay positive, consistently believe in yourself no matter what, and just always be thankful. I, I couldn't have said it better myself, Michael. We're going to come right back. And Michael B. here is going to tell you more about what you want to know about finding inspiration and going for it and much more. But first, another message from our sponsors. New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and yes, Miami. These are just a few of the places where you and your art can meet your next collector when you take the next step and exhibit with us at Superfine Art Fairs. For nearly six years, we've taken thousands of hours to develop the best art fair model for artists out there. Superfine Fairs have helped hundreds of artists just like you take control of their careers, build relationships with collectors, and create the art income and freedom that you deserve. For a limited time, we're offering you the chance to not only get a great discount on your booth, but also appear on this very podcast as a special guest, reaching thousands of artists, art influencers, collectors, and arts professionals every day. To find out how you can take advantage of this incredible opportunity, just visit www.superfine.world offer to learn more. Don't miss the chance to be a part of the top business artist community in the world. So Michael, how can artists stay strong through the rough times when they are following their goals? I can just quickly tell you how I start my day. If you start your day powerful and you accomplish things very early on, and you take charge of your day from the moment you wake up, and that includes that I don't look at my phone for the first uh, 30 minutes of the day, I do a quick thankful affirmation um, that I wake up healthy and all the, all the small things and I instantly smile and I will do my yoga and workout session at the gym. It's like the whole morning routine for me. It's usually between one and a half to two hours, including breakfast as well. And by those two hours, I have always accomplished all this. I've, I've done yoga. I've done a thankful meditation. I've not looked at my phone because if you look at your phone, if you, when, you, when you wake up in the morning, you are 
super suggestible because you're so close to your theater state where you just woke up. And if you instantly look at your phone and you, oh, what emails or text, whatever, it can affect you in the world that you can't concentrate as much during the day because you, you get so many inputs like when you wake up. And I remember I got even tougher on myself because when COVID hit on everything and you didn't know what to expect, we didn't know p- how people would react, you know, will people still buy art? What, what, what will happen? You know, I just want to go even harder, you know. I'm going to get up one hour early. I'm going to do all this, you know, be way more easier to you to, to guide through difficult times if you have these routines so when things get even rougher, you just work harder, you learn more, you read more, you get healthier. So so you're you're ready to take on whatever it might be. And the last thing I want to say here is being able to enjoy this pressure because you have to be able to enjoy extreme pressure or smile at it because pressure is a privilege because you know that's how you really grow. The best way to grow is to see what you are really capable of when it matters. Um, so to prove that to you and, and do the hard things would also build your confidence. It's really tough. And when it's really, really, really tough, that's when you are thankful even more because it's just an even greater opportunity to learn and to get better at life. Yeah. I, I know that when I'm, uh, you know, let's say I'm in the middle of a tough workout or something it's so much pressure that I, I'm thinking that I'm not going to be able to do it. If I smile, I'm like, oh yeah, like this is kind of really intense and painful. Then the smiling actually gets me to that next point. So I, I absolutely agree. Just like staying positive, even when the pressure is there and just looking at it as like, okay, this pressure is the thing that's getting me to the next step. That's so huge. And just taking, you know, like an hour and a half, two hours, something like that to just have these successes. And, you know, a success doesn't have to be like, I woke up and I made a million dollars. Like, you know, (laughs) like I woke up and I ate breakfast consistently instead of skipping this. And I thanked myself and I, I had yoga. So my body feels good right now. My mind feels good. Those are successes. And then, you know, then we can think about money later. I mean, it's like having that is going to get you in the position to sell more of your art and reach the goals that you have with your art career versus, okay, great. First thing I woke up and I immediately was trying to like push to, to make money. That's, it's, it's just not the right mind. So and, and you will burn out. You will trust me. You will burn out. We are in this for the long run. You know, long term. Now I want to implement routines that I can not only do now. And I'm talking about like a cleanse or like a crazy month. I'm talking about something you, you can do for the rest of your life. You know, something that you do consistently. And you know, and then of course you change things here and there. But something I can do in the long, long, long run. Yeah. What What are some of your favorite either? books, podcasts, just sources of information that you would recommend artists check out? There's a great book called Mindset by Carol Dweck, and, and she defines the, the, the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. And also, you, you'll get a total new view on, on the word to be natural, gifted, or talented, because a lot of people think that you have to have a very special talent to be an artist. But the thing is, you can actually develop talent, and she talks a lot about that in the book. It's super inspiring that I read a couple of times. And as an artist, uh, the better you are with people, the better you are to like win friends and uh, surround yourself with the right people um, that, that uh, like like-minded people with the same goals. I recommend how to win f- 
friends and influence people like Dale Carnegie and the whole business side of it, how to actually attract like like wealth and good finance as well. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, that'd be like top three uh, picks for books. And then the podcast that we're doing right now, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have two other, <laughs> of course, and then two other podcasts of my other friends. Matt Gondek is, uh, is a, has a great podcast called Clean Break. And then my friend and a mentor called David Meltzer. He is a TED Talker and best-selling author and keynote speaker. And he has a great podcast called The Playbook um, with the uh, entrepreneur. And I was also in that podcast. I've been on both, both podcasts as well. But there are great artists and great entrepreneurs in, on both of those podcasts. Very cool. And um, we'll, we'll make sure to include links to all of those in the, the show notes so that artists out there listening, you can go ahead and take a, a listen or a read to all of all those recommendations. Thank you, Michael. Michael, this has been an amazing conversation. I want to go ahead, bring it home for our listeners out there. What should our listeners do right now to start revving up their careers in a big way? You know what, James? I think it is to take massive action on your personal growth because no matter where you are right now uh, in your life, in your career, the person that you are in this very moment is not going to get you to the top. You need to get better and smarter every day in order to reach your goals and be a lifetime student. So pursue your 100 potential every day and realize that all your limitations are self-imposed. Take chances, go out there and prevent regrets. We are all gone in 100 years anyways. That's beautiful. Artists' limitations are self-imposed. Go out there and take massive action on personal growth take care of yourself before you take care of your art career, because again, that will get you where you want to be. Thank you so much, Michael. And to all of you business artists out there, Michael B has been here with us today, sharing his amazing perspective. You're going to want to go back and listen to this podcast again. Uh, you can listen to this episode and all of our past podcasts on our website at www.superfine.world. To connect with Michael B., you can follow him at Michael Brandrup on Instagram and Twitter and shop.michaelb.com. That's Michael with a hyphen B.com. And Michael Brandrup is spelled M I K A E L B R A N D R U P. As always, remember that we are at Superfine Art Fair on Instagram. We always appreciate a share whenever you're listening to and enjoying the artist business plan. And once again, we'd really appreciate it if you could take just a moment of your time to write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those ratings and reviews are so critical in helping other artist entrepreneurs just like yourselves find us. As always, I'd like to wrap up the class by sharing a quick quote with you all. Today's quote is by Walt Disney, and it is... The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Michael, it has been such a pleasure having you here with us today. Thank you for sharing your perspective with our listeners. For that, we are so grateful. Thank you so much for having me. It was a true pleasure and great to catch up with you again, James. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. It was really great catching up with you too. Everyone else, have an awesome rest of your day. And remember to stay on top of your artist business plan, get out there and make it happen. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Artist Business Plan, a weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs brought to you by Superfine Art Fair. 
Hosted by Superfine CEO Alex Mito and co-founder slash professional artist James Milley, join us and leaders in the art, marketing, and business arenas each week for tips, tricks, and value bombs designed to help you thrive and sell more art. For more information on applying to Superfine Art Fair, as well as recordings of this and all of our past podcasts, just visit www.superfine.world. We love to hear what you have to say, so follow us on Instagram at superfineartfair and shoot us a message to let us know you're listening. Looking for a more personal connection or want to exhibit at an upcoming fair? Shoot us an email at artistsmakingmoney at superfine.world and we'll get right back to you. That's artistsmakingmoney at superfine.world.